Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. No days off. No days off. No days off. No days off. This is the Off Day Podcast. Give me a chest ball. With Andy Hart. No, that's a really interesting point. Andy. This actually, microphone put up a little less fight than the one last night. <laughs> no, I think I said that, Andy. And Ryan Hannibal. What's your name again? <laughs> Hannibal, man. Hannibal, Hannibal, Hannibal. Mr. On WEI.com. Big Patriots 24-17 win over the Bills Saturday at Gillette Stadium. This was a good, good game from start to finish. Playoff-like atmosphere during the week. Playoff atmosphere-like during the game. And the Patriots got it done. They all told us, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, Stephon Gilmore, that this was a playoff game. It was a playoff game. They won a playoff game, and I'll be writing this on WEI.com. They won a playoff game in more ways than one. They won a playoff-type game. They technically advanced, right? Yeah. yeah. So you advance. They won the division. By winning the division. Um, And I just think they showed... What you need in the postseason. Now, I don't know if it'll work out, but this is a team that has a chance in every game it plays, if it plays like that. So now, you, there are games that are going to be harder. The chances are less against, you know, at Baltimore or against the Chiefs. Yep. But, you know, we've sort of looked at things two ways. That they've lost to the good teams they played, the division leaders, and then they were in dogfights and other playoff caliber teams. But they had a chance in every game except Baltimore. You now, didn't argue in that Ravens game they did have a chance until Ed- Edelman of. fumbled in the second half. Well, yeah, I guess, yes. They had a chance there. The Houston one was a little prevent. They kind of gave them a chance. But they've been there there hasn't been a time where they were out of a game and just down and out, gone. Right. Like they crawled into a, a hole or you know, into a ball and just but, that, but to be honest though, what Patriots team have you ever seen that hasn't been in a game? I think O like, nine was one that was okay, like but that. The, but we've agreed that this team isn't like O nine. No, uh, you have no questions about their. Bill mentioned it time after time after time because they've shown physical toughness, but the mental toughness and his definition of you know continuing to do what's best for the team even when things aren't going right for you. A little bit of me wondered if he was talking about Thomas Edward Brady Jr. in that case because five straight games, 50% completion percentage. He's a game manager. He's not that good. What do we do well? Well, we don't throw interceptions and we don't take sacks. 
Well, tonight he comes out, eight for his first eight, moving the ball on the first drive till Rex Burkhead fumbles, right. then moves it on the second drive. And the third drive. And the third drive, and, you know, made the plays they needed late in the game, even when Edelman leaves, then comes back, boom, flip the field, get it to Edelman. So I thought, you know, talking to Deron Harmon, he thought this was a special Brady night. He claims he said something to Devin McCourty on the sideline like, Brady's back. This is the night he comes back. Apparently he said Brady gave a pretty uh, pretty good pregame speech, got the boys lathered up a little bit, and it was a, um, as as Duran put it, he kind of took Brady's phrase. When Brady was done, it was like, let's go. Like he was ready, but that, excited, But that's what good you want go. from your quarterback, and I don't know if you're going to get that from your quarterback say three four weeks ago when he was in a sort of a little pouting mood about what the state of the offense and who he had and where all that was coming from what was that philly philly was the bottom out yeah philly was philly was the bottomed out yeah Yeah. good one score win playoff caliber team rather crafty they're landing what is that stadium or something is that a helicopter or a plane because if it's a plane it's way too low (laughs) looks like a hopefully it's a helicopter though because that's too close for it to play. Anyway, we're at Gillette Stadium. We're looking out over the field and distracted by some sort of aircraft, not a UFO. It had the red and green lights, so it's a, you know, earthly craft. But um, what were we talking about? Uh, I forgot. Oh, Tom Brady and his attitude. Yes, Tom Brady post-Eagles, that little mopey and different things. And then for weeks he talked about, well, I have a lot of different emotions and depends when you catch me and sort of that time I was down, but I could have just as easily been happy of certain things. Well, in see, the I game. think he had another conversation with either Bill or Josh Daniels because we had it that earlier in the year. It was before the Jets game on Monday night when they had that long layoff after the Thursday game where Brady did an interview with Jim Gray and he sort of basically admitted that their expectations had been tweaked. Right. But then I still think he was still hoping they were going to get back to that 30-point-a-game offense. And then after Philly was when he went back to what we're seeing now, where he's acknowledging that the offense is what it is. He's come to terms. Even with his interview with um, the Greg Hill show, he sort of acknowledged that. So right. we have a new Brady, I think. Well, we've had a new Brady, as you've said, a number of times. And we could have a new Brady next week, and it might not be as positive as this Brady. Who knows what happens against Miami in the but season finale. But they're winning games, and I think, you know, they're 12 and. They're twelve and three. Right. They're they won the AFC East. They if they win next week against Miami, they're the number two seed. So, in the grand scheme of things, there's really not much to complain about until you get to the playoffs and and play a team like the Chiefs or the Ravens. When I think Tom deep down knows how tough of a game that would be. But I think first of all, as Robert Kraft would say, that's a high class problem. You know, when we get to the second round of the playoffs or the right. AFC title game, whatever you're going to get to. Okay, so yeah, you've had a good season already. Now, Patriots standards may be a little unfair to say you have to win the AFC title game or go whatever to be a good year. Um, That they've set themselves. They've created their own sort of standards around here that are tough to live up to. Um, I just think from where we were, I would say the last three weeks. The last three weeks, I think this was a major... Cincinnati, Houston... And, and Chiefs. Chiefs. So two losses and a win against a bad team that didn't really make you feel great, especially the way they pushed you around, ran the ball down your throat early. Yep. Um, to go from those three games. turnovers to win. Right. To go from those three games to the game you played tonight against a playoff-quality opponent. That's a team that already had clinched a playoff berth. That's yep. a good football team, a good defense, more importantly. They may have limitations. You know, Josh Allen is what yeah, he is. Yeah, but they came into the game with a what were they? Uh, ten and four. Yes, game behind you. But that's a pretty. That's a good, solid record. Right, and the only reason they're behind you is because you beat them. That right. one game difference is sort of. Right. They had a punt blocked for a touchdown. They they lost to you, and then they're ten and four. 
by the way, they could have had about five punts blocked they, tonight. I, I want to watch these replays because they were. They Corey Bojorquez, the former Patriot, uh, was good. He actually put one down inside the one. He had another one where he kind of flipped the field, both of which could have been blocked. Um, there was a lot of the, pressure there. And confusion on the – like the Bills knew oh, it was yeah. coming. Well, once they – once the first one happened, I think it became a little bit gut into the Bills' heads yep. where the Patriots are moving their vice guys around, not having a return or bringing up Sanu as a vice guy, bringing yeah. an extra rusher, seeing how the Bills would react. And I think they were – sliding on ice the whole time like what the hell's going on here but they got him off but for a team that's already blocked four they're looking for that to be an opportunity each and every week and it appears to be something they are very very good at even against good football teams the the sequence that i think might have shifted this game but also could have shifted the entire season was after they gave up that long touchdown to brown the miscommunication between mccordy and gilmore then the offense i believe came back and scored a field goal on that next yes, drive. Yes. And then the defense got a quick three and out right after that. So that was sort of to me like it could have, like for the first time in, in a long time in a game that counted here, they were trailing going in the fourth quarter. Yes. And they made players on both sides of the ball to sort of flip that. And I think that was a sign for for me at least that this team has it. They can compete. They're they're mentally tough. They can do it against a good team. And that could have gone that could have gone the other way. They could have sulked after that long touchdown and that could have turned into a loss and who knows if they would have lost this game where things go and and seeding and and all that stuff that brady's mood would have been different uh for sure but they Uh, turned that into a positive in a way and and didn't let it happen again and and made the plays at the end i'll tell you what brady was fixating on was the running game and that they had a running game that they were running a little bit as he said the only way to really sell the play action game is to run the ball that was, and we saw the first time in a while play action. Yes, and it worked. And they have run the ball two weeks in a row. Not like oh my god, they rushed for three hundred yards. But last week, I thought they ran it relatively consistently against Cincinnati. Year. Bad run defense. No question. This week against a much better run defense. I think they're top ten, tenth in the league over in run defense. Number yep. three overall on defense. They ran it consistently. Was it perfect? One hundred and forty-three yards. That's which is that's, huge. That's that's. that's that's, you know, that's NFL not, that's production. Not outstanding, but that's very NFL good. NFL production. When you marry that up with a good situational quarterback in Tom Brady, and you marry that up with the defense and the special teams, because that's been not there all year, the running game. Nope. And if they're going to be able to get some of that, it felt like Brady was taking that as a real positive because there's still other question marks. You know, Mohamed Sanu is still sort of a non-factor and has Boy. negative big plays at various times. Yeah, he's a guy that you need to keep an eye on i think three catches for 24 yards yes five targets three catches 24 yards absolutely whiffed on a block on a jet sweep end around on fourth and one to Nikhil harry that got harry upended for short of the sticks yep why you think he's gonna pop off who harry sanu uh no what do, you, what do you mean keep an eye on him keep an eye on him maybe for his playing time i mean is he a guy that you, well, you can't re- bench dorsett and then bench sanu you gotta have is, somebody out there is, is uh but we've still keeping Muhammad's news with the Patriots number two wide receiver. Uh, right now, I would say Harry is their number two. I would say the top two targets are Edelman and Harry. Top two guys that you want to invest in. One Edelman because he's your guy, yep. and Harry is baby steps growing here with this team. The more touches he gets, they had a productive what was it, like eighteen yards. Yep. Um, on the end around that Brady actually led the way. Blocked I don't know if the block Travis. really well, he, did anything. He kind of gone Travis's way. Right. Away. Um. I don't know how much it mattered, but yeah, good effort play, and Nikhil Harry is coming slowly but surely, I would say. It would have been nice to have him out in the field in September where we'd have a totally different Nikhil Harry now, but... Water under the bridge. Yeah, but... Spilt milk. Let's not cry over it. I I guess in... 
other like if he was doing this in October, you'd feel a lot better about things. You think too little, too late? Yeah, because I don't know how much of an impact he can actually make in the playoffs. It's a good defense. I know that. You just beat a good defense. He had some positive impact. But if you're going to play the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs, you need more than whatever Nikhil Harry had today. Um, Probably. Especially if you're pointing him as their number two wide receiver. But they scored 24 points, correct? Yeah, that's sort of been my number. We've if talked they, about if they it. Can get, if they can get to 24. Probably a little higher, but. What do you mean? You don't think Ravens and Chiefs, I'm not sure if you win with 24. I think it's. Well, I think. That this team doesn't have an offense that you just played and no. you barely won. Well, I think the defense right? had, the defense had lapses. We get the, yes. end, the end of the first half. They gave we, up a rarity in big plays in the passing game. That has all year the tackling, the run game, those have been yep. issues. These were just flat out big plays in the passing game, and they could have had others early in the game. I don't know, the first or second quarter, they had knocks on basically the exact same play and an easier throw. He was behind the defense, and Allen just missed him. He just overthrew him by three to five yards. He dropped the nice one in at the goal line to set up the, the touchdown at the end of the first half, and then he hit the big play to Brown. But that hasn't been a problem all year. I'm not going to assume yeah, that concerned. big plays on in the passing game are suddenly going to be a problem. Now, the depth of the secondary could, turn could be a problem. You had Jason McCourty come back only to leave and then not return. So now four of the last five games he's barely played. Even when he played like, against no the snaps. Chiefs, he played four snaps. Right. So and you already had Jonathan Jones out with a groin injury. So those two groins put and it you is in December. a little less depth. It's not, it's not July where it's warm out and they're easy right. to get and loose. The, specifically the McCourty one. He's an old clearly, guy. Clearly, but they also clearly think he's back. Oh wait, he's not. He's it's happened twice now that they thought he was right. back and he wasn't. So how far do you need to go now to make sure he really is back? Um, that could why, be a concern. That's why the buy is beneficial for him. For a lot of other guys, Julian Edelman, one of them. Uh, Marcus Cannon probably now who left the game with an ankle injury and Marshall Newhouse had to play right tackle. Yep. I will say this though. I thought the offensive line did a pretty good job today. Both run blocking and pass blocking. Yeah, save for the short point where I said pass protection was really good and Brady was having a lot of time and I think he got hit on the next two plays. But, but yeah, I thought early on he hit two. I think they were both third down plays to Edelman crossing that were a little bit slow developing. They took a little time, and he had the time, which he hasn't in recent weeks. Nope. Recent weeks, it's been one count, two count. You better get rid of the ball. You're going down. Um, these were more like three counts. And so, yeah, I thought the line was a little bit better. We did sort of question, as much as they ran the ball, the decision. And Josh McDaniels, I thought, did a good job. Again, I'm a Josh McDaniels guy. Bill Belichick had a lot of praise for Josh McDaniels. We talked about it. They continue to mix things in, whether it's the jet sweeps and the rounds. They had the pony formation, which they then motioned into double wings with the backs on the wings. They did that a couple of times. I think they're doing some different things uh, personnel-wise, and I think Josh gets credit for that. I will say a jet sweep on fourth and one. Traditionally, I'm sort of a traditionalist. You know, run north and south. Get a guy moving well, forward. Don't get a guy going left and right. I know right. it's hindsight's twenty twenty. You could question the the going for it instead of punting the ball in that situation Correct. too because if you punt the ball the bills are probably taking a they knee. don't score they're definitely not scoring that's why i told you when they 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 were short on the sanu catch which is another bad play by sanu Running and then the they challenge it in the time they were challenging they brought out jake bailey in the punting unit and you said why are they punting and i said pin them down and they got no chance if you don't get it and then they go two plays, and I thought a field goal. Right. Not I didn't think they'd go big plays. I'm thinking, you know, 15 yards and 15 yards, suddenly you're kicking a field goal. Right. Would have made it 10-6 at the halftime, a little bit of momentum for them. Uh, instead, you don't get it. They get a big pass play down to the one. They end up scoring, tie the game. Um, it was probably a, a decision that's worth asking about, maybe on Monday when I'm on, 
OMF with the Bill Belichick. I'll ask him about That's that. That's a decision. pretty good question. There were a couple decisions there. I think the field, um, the field goal. They gave up a field goal earlier where they passed up a field goal. Yeah, because I think I said to you at the time, it was like, oh, it looks like they think Folks' range is like forty yards, and then, they and then later on they yard. go give a fifty-one yard. He makes it with room to spare. Now. Opposite ends of the field. I don't know if that had anything to well, do you're with kick, it. Though, he was kicking the long one into the open end, so it was right. h- the harder but maybe direction. For this game, they thought that was the easier direction. I don't, maybe. Or maybe he put on his big boy pants, and you now have a kicker that they have a little more trust in because they tried it. Now, Bill said with the appendix, he felt like there's been a little bit of a process to get back to full strength here. So yeah. maybe, but that wouldn't have mattered for this game. It's no, not like it he wasn't be- at full strength first and then he was at full strength a few minutes later um i said to you before we started this if we're talking about feeling good that's part of it folk it's a minor part of it but you have a early in the year it was we can't even try a field goal longer than than 40 yards 35 yards with nugent so now maybe you feel like you have a kicker that can kick from 45 or even 50 yeah he had a 55 in the old aaf record um so that because we've talked about the idea that they play defense and they're going to be these types of games. Well, you want to have a kicker if you're going to play that style. Absolutely. Even Teddy Bruschi brought that up at one point, talking about the style of, of game that they're playing and offense and everything. And so that's a, a minor thing that maybe you feel a little bit better about. Uh, I guess get used to these games. Because if the Patriots are going to... This is the Patriots. This is what you're going to get. But this is also weeks. playoff football. They're right. not, I mean, we talk about it even you go back to like 07 and what happens to these high-powered offenses and suddenly you're playing one-score games. But if that's the case, that benefits you. <coughs> Doesn't it? In theory. What do you mean in theory? Well, there's also the theory that if you can't score in the regular season and it's harder to score in the postseason, you're going to score less. Yeah, but you... Now, their defense could fall the same way. Which, although you've played the Chiefs and the Texans and the Ravens and struggled against some of those teams. There's so, a lot to put together here mostly because there's only one playoff team you won't have faced right yes. the bills the texans the chiefs and the ravens are going to be in you're the fifth team then it'll be the steelers, steelers or, titans. or the titans so there's only one unknown in terms of you haven't played them who knows how right. you match up you've matched up all now the problem is you've lost to three of them and then beat the other one usually twice that in doesn't one bode games. well in the playoffs usually the the trend has been if you if Belichick and Brady lose to a team in the regular season, they usually lose them in the playoffs. Right, I believe it's the last five? Something like that. That that's happened. The rematch in the playoff, they also lost that game. Because the old theory was, you know, they're not going to beat Belichick and Brady twice. Twice. Well, you have. You can. Now, I don't think any of that really matters. It's They're a team that it's matchups, it's execution, it's going to be, you know, an Edelman third down conversion. That doesn't look like a big play. The season will hinge on something. Can we like talk that. about it again? This is another team. Why do teams continue doubling Edelman on third down? Uh, I don't know. Twice tonight. Like, Maybe they watched the Bengals game and were like, "Oh, he's fine. He's nothing." Because he ran much better tonight. He did. I got to give Crapsheet an apology. I kind of mocked him when he tweeted, "Oh, he's much better this week" or something. Because he says that every week about every Patriot. Yeah. I mean, he said um, what, two weeks ago he was fine. Right. He wasn't fine. Uh, he ran much better tonight. Got open. Then he left with the head evaluation. Didn't want to talk about it. Because he doesn't remember it. League matter. He did. Uh, he did say he stayed down a little extra long after the offensive pass interference play to sell it. To sell what? That you that collided? You, that, yeah. That, oh, it, that it, they collided with him, him more than he collided with them. Right. I don't think it worked. Neither do I. He got nabbed. He for said it. that he opened his eyes and there was three flags around him. <laughs> That's kind of funny, actually. Um, that was a. They had two of those tonight. Two bad pass interferences. That made my thumbs down list. Because again, if you play these type games. You take away a touchdown like they did on Watson. Now, 
you could argue that the, the touchdown got created by, by the, penalty. the penalty. Or you take away the third down conversion to James White. Right. You punt there. Who knows if that's a difference in a game. So their rub routes or pick routes need to start looking more like rub routes and not pure pick routes. I mean, Ben Watson was flat out stock blocking like five yards downfield. I don't even know if he knew the play. <laughs> I guess we should get into a little bit next week against the Dolphins. And Why? Well, because I think they'll win. No, I know, but it's a oh. matter of who plays, who doesn't play, how much should people play. Okay, should... this is where I used to lean on Paul Perillo to know all the playoff scenarios. I, I'm your guy then. If the Chiefs lose, yep, is that game meaningless? Yep. So if the Chiefs lose on Monday Night Football, Sunday Night, Sunday Night Football, I mean, you're the number two seed. So they could legitimately they'll tr- treat that however they want to treat. They could it. play Jared Stidham and Damian Harris, right? Whatever they want to do. Yep. Okay, so you're really, really rooting against the Chiefs. Yes, you are the biggest Chicago Bears fan tomorrow night at 820. I don't feel Sunday good about your san- chances. Probably not. But but with that being said, even if the Chiefs do win, if you beat the Dolphins, you're the number two seed. Right, right, right. right. No, I know that, but then you have to beat the Dolphins. You yep. have to play. But Who knows they, how far you have to play. But do they... You know, it's also a Belichick thing that, A, he doesn't like the double bye. You know, he's not um, the Colts back in the day when they would yeah. take all that time off. And, B... Just, you just start playing well, you're going to stop playing? Well, I was going to say, this could be different than years past. Like, you are still sort of searching for confidence and but the biggest, big plays and making, you know, get, get, having <laughs> players get confidence. The biggest key is health. So you have Julian Edelman, who's now hurt head to toe because he added a head injury in there for head, 10. So we, it's going to list head, chest, shoulder, knee. You didn't really go in order. Shoulders above the chest. Well, I just, Head, sorry. shoulder, chest, just listen, knee. Just listen. Yes, he's banged the hell up. Um, Tom Brady wanted to emphasize tonight, because we've been talking a lot about the elbow. Is it the old tendonitis injury, wear and tear? No, no, no. This is a new injury, so I think he's fixating on the helmet he took on the elbow against the Chiefs. Because he came to the podium with his arm wrapped and iced again. Well, like, to me, if it was really like a bruise, like, doesn't that go away? The Chiefs game was weeks ago. It could be a deep bone bruise. Maybe that's the case. I will say, before the game... You want the cynic in me, the skeptic? Yeah, what's that? He doesn't want you to think that he has elbow tendonitis because that's an injury that somebody who's pliable and goes to TB12 shouldn't have. Right. So I think that's why he's differentiating. Now, I may be reading too much into it. I may put my tinfoil hat on. Who knows? Whatever. And it, I mean... The, did I, he look good? He did. He played pretty well tonight. I thought this was his best game in How a How many long, throws did he miss? Very few. Like, it wasn't like Cincinnati where he was yeah. throwing guys. I'm thinking, like... There really wasn't that many plays today that we looked at each other like, what Flat was out that? missed. I, mean, I yeah. thought he even was really accurate. He Like, Watson had a crossing route where he threw it low, but he had to because it was a guy all over Watson. I think he, quote-unquote, put it where only his guy could get it. Um, yeah, the more I think, he completed 78% of his passes. Which is way better than the 50 we've been seeing lately. Maybe he was motivated by uh, watching Drew Brees on Monday Night Football. Could be. Complete 29 of 30. Could be. Maybe he watched that. But I, I thought he threw the ball really well tonight. Started hot. Did everything he needed to do against a good defense. So, if you have positives, Tom Brady looked better. Major positive. Running game? Running game looked better. Offensive line? Offensive line looked better. Julian Edelman looked better, right? Yep. Kicker looked like a competent postseason. You got a chance at 50 kicker. And also, little thing, but the the (coughs) defense at the end, that stand to hold the Bills out of the end zone, Sort of a confidence building sure. pressure. They haven't really yeah, had I mean, that. It wasn't against Joe Montana. No, but, but they they didn't have haven't really had a drive that they needed to stop the opponent. Right. To keep. From. Boy, did they? Because that would have changed a lot of stuff tonight. Because I, I think the Bills and McDermott would have gone for two. And I would have, and we could have had a lot of now you, and Now the Patriots may have had a chance to come down and kick a field goal. Maybe we add to the folk legend. That's true. 
It's so, true. Don't be a pessimist. But be just negative. the fact that they gave up some big plays in that last <laughs> drive, then once they got down into the red zone, held strong and forced the turnover on down to get you the win. Yes. Um, now, the negatives would be um, defense, big plays, passing game, first time all year that that's been an issue, or not the first time, but one of the few times. The first game that happened multiple times. Like right. It happened against the Redskins where they had that long run to start the game. But that was, again, a run and a tackling issue. This right. was like communication slash guys getting beat. Right, some form so this was of sort of like the Houston game when they had the, those long plays the, for the touchdown in the third quarter, I think it was. Right, so I would say that's a minor thing that I'm not overly concerned overly with just because you know about. with who they have. Like the, right. the, like now the, it, and it would also be a bigger concern if it had been Joe Williams because he played more tonight. Now, right. if somebody had targeted him, I'd say he might have to play in a couple of weeks right. depending but on how But like the long play was against Stephon Gilmore and Devin McCourty. You're, it's two, you're two best defenders. I still think Gilmore dropped into like a deep third and was like, uh-oh. Right. I wasn't supposed to do that. Or... I think he kind of admitted that it was – he admitted <laughs> after the game it was a miscommunication. It was a good play by the Bills. But I think just reading the way that he answered the question in his face, he had, he knew he messed up. I wonder if he'll tweet about that. Because <laughs> uh, he likes to tweet post game. Well, I don't think John Brown has came into the game cocky or anything like that. So he doesn't really have anything to go okay. against him on. And Landon Roberts might read it. You never know. Yes. <laughs> we'll save that for a later We'll podcast. save that for another podcast. Andy's got a nice Landon Roberts story to tell, tale to tell. Um, to be listening to figure out whenever he d- drops this story. Teaser for down the road. You Whatever never know when it's be. coming. Um, but, yeah, I, I think there were, if you were going to do net, you know, net positives, net losses, this was way on the net positive side tonight. I mean, it has to be. This was their best one of the year. Well, it doesn't have to be. You thought they deserved to lose in Buffalo. Right. Similar one-score game. They did. Did you think they deserved to lose tonight? Absolutely not. Absolutely deserved to. Should you write a Should you write a column? <laughs> what the Patriots, Patriots absolutely deserved, deserved to, to win, win and did so. <laughs> no, but they were the team that I don't say dominated, but they controlled the game. Controlled the game, even though they were losing for a while. Be, this game could have been way different too if Burka doesn't fumble in that first drive. Yes, because they were moving the ball to that point too. Yeah, and he's funny because I actually had him on the the down list because of that play, even though he had otherwise had a pretty down, good game. You had him on the down list yeah. for the entire game. You can. It's for the whole game. It's either a, thumbs up or thumbs down. He had down. a career high in receiving yards. Right, with and like he could have cost something. you the game. He had some nice runs. He's Cyrus Jones to the game. That fumble can't happen. Fumble can't happen. It happened in the first drive. Fum- you don't think games have tones that are set? It could have, but they didn't. Yeah, I, I would not have it had. I doesn't would not, mean it I would, won't. I would not have had. That's why you don't downs. do the list. I guess not. Because you're not very good at it. You're super negative on certain <laughs> things you shouldn't be, and then strangely positive on other things. Who else was down? Uh, who else was down? Mohamed Sanu. No question. Uh, offensive pass interference blocking flag things um, for Edelman okay. and Watson. Fair. And cornerback depth. Oh, all right. I would have just cut it off at three. But whatever. <laughs> you, I don't I think Rex Burkhead deserved He had the game-winning touchdown. So? So we don't. You, you, we just totally ignore the mistake that could have cost you the game? If I, I don't... If I was doing the list, honestly, and I haven't really gone through it totally, I would have had him my up. Oh, I definitely wouldn't. When the fumble like that, there's no way you're getting an up. You might not get on the down. I might just put you in no man's land in the beginning, in the middle. But, like, I thought he made more plays than James White tonight. Uh, he did. Right, so who made more mistakes? Down? Who made more mistakes? 1-0. Who made the biggest mistake in the game? I guess you... Who made the biggest mistake in the game? They won, though. Who won? Who made the biggest mistake in the game? Burkett. I think okay, you're being you. too hard on him. I'm very hard. I'm a tough grader. You are. Clearly. This is not a Harvard A. No I mean, Harvard A's I'm around I'm not here. like the biggest Rex Burkett fan. Maybe Rex Burkett will want to fight me in the locker room after the next game. I don't think he will. No, he's a nice man. 
I don't think he searches Twitter for his own name. No. Uh, this will be a strange week coming up. Uh, Christmas. Well, Won't be strange for me. Well, Christmas. Yes, that's good. To look <laughs> I'm doing to. radio and I'm having Christmas. So there won't be a podcast Wednesday. Uh, we don't know if there will be an actual Dolphins Didn't game. Can we just talk about doing a podcast at some point? Yeah, we're doing it Monday for the decade. Oh, Team of the Decade special podcast. I'm looking forward to that. Some the team was honestly easier to put together than I first thought. Uh, yeah, there. I mean, there were a few where we probably could have gone a different direction. We'll talk about those various ones. Um, but yeah, a lot of them are pretty, pretty straightforward. I would say the biggest question for putting together a team of the decade is almost like, who you're, what positions you're going to roll out there? Yeah. Are you going to play a 4 like defense, running backs? A 3 defense? Are you having three wide Do I have receivers? 12 guys and include a fullback? Do I have 12 guys and have a passing back and a running? But, like, it's kind of that weird. Different personnel groupings. But, yeah, the actual players involved, a lot of them are pretty pretty straightforward. That'll be early in the week. And then, <laughs> depending on schedules, we might have a Dolphins preview podcast. Sure, Thursday. Maybe, maybe not. Okay, maybe we're, not. We're both doing radio this week. Andy will be on a bunch of different shows. And uh, I'll be on the coveted Christmas Eve time slot from 11 to 3. Ooh. Yeah. Have a nice lead-in with you. I'll, you'll have a good lead-in. Mark and Hot will give you a nice oh, lead-in. Oh, it's Mark and Hart. I think so. I think it's a Mark and Hot. Wiggy? No, I think it's just Mark and Hot. Interesting. From right. 7 to 11, and then I'll be going home to party on Christmas Eve. There you Some go. Some eggnog with my maple whiskey. Excellent. It's the drink of the holiday season. All right, we good? I think we are. Thanks for listening. Uh, See you in Miami. Yes. I don't know if I'm quite there yet, but I feel better and closer to it than I did a week ago. Who knows how you feel next week when you actually play Miami. Good point. Peace out. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.